Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action. And bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Mark Hoke Show. Woohoo! Yeah! Yes, sir. Let's fire this baby up. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's oh, go. man. We go from Jesus to pro wrestling, which is kind of the same thing if you think about it. Uh, explain that to me. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Okay, let's not get in those weeds. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, happy Sunday to everybody out there, man. The David Difference, oh, what the difference today makes. Mark Hulk, you're looking beautiful this morning. Am I? Yeah, you've got this angelic glow about you. Well, you know, I am a little cherub. Ah, yes. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> but hey, we got a, an unbelievable show today. That was a little wrestling last night. A little bit. Just a little. Yeah. So we're going to be talking a whole lot about SummerSlam today here on the Mark Hoke Show. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. We are very happy to have you with us. As David said, I'm Mark Hoke. The David difference by my little sort of side. You're actually at my side. Uh, uh, figuratively speak, speaking, yes, always by your side, man. Until Which, the day I stab you in the back. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, the swerve is coming. <laughs> uh, we just went live, man. We're live on Facebook. YouTube and uh, Twitter, Twitter. Hey, Twitter world, as OJ Simpson says, um, we are live. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. You didn't get a lot of sleep, did you? Do I ever? That's true. Saturday night's your night. Yeah, man. Disco night. Disco <sighs> night at the Dave Cave, man. They came out last night. I'll tell you that much. I don't even want to know. Yes, you do. But, no, but no. I won't nobody tell. wants I, to know. I, that. I won't tell, man. Nobody Everybody wants, to, wants know. to know. What do you mean, nobody? They're clamoring. Well, you know what? Do a do a second show on our YouTube channel. Mm. Well, I'm not saying I got to tell it all, but I'm just saying they do want to know. Really? You want to know. Everybody in the chat, if you're in the chat, let us know. Do you really want to hear about Dave's exploits in the cave? Oh, God. I don't even want to think about exploits. <laughs> anyway. Right, right. Well, we have three guests today. Because we are going to have SummerSlam covered and so much more mm -hmm. from every perspective. Plus, we're actually going to be talking a little about what happened at the Great American Bash last week, too. Last week? Yeah. Did you see what happened? Great American Bash. Yeah. Gable Stevenson made his uh, debut. We're talking about NXT? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I saw what happened with that. Like I was like, where are we going back in time on this? Yeah, one? that one didn't that didn't go well either, apparently. Yeah, I can so, imagine. We have uh, Ricky Chino from uh, Cincinnati, uh, 700 WLW. Of course, this Cage Side Seats, Believe in Pro Wrestling Network, the whole thing. Rick was at SummerSlam last night, so we're going to get the inside scoop on what was going on at Ford Field in Detroit with Rick coming up in our next segment. Yep. The segment after that, we're going to talk to Stu Myrick, of course, from Sports Guys Talk Wrestling. He was at the Great American Bash in Austin. Okay. These guys were live. Yeah. They, they were in there. They were feeling it. You huh? see what I was doing? No. Yeah. You know, getting live reports from 
all over the country. Some industry greats, man. I seen I seen our guy yesterday on the uh, WWE press conference. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. Well, Rick's the man. He's pretty darn good at what he does, and and in studio, we got somebody. We well, he's sitting next to you. I Ooh, can't. John Cena. I can't <laughs> see nobody. <laughs> That's terrible. Rocky T's in the house from Future Stars of Wrestling. Let's put him on, man. There he is. Hey, what's happening, Yay! everybody? Yay! <laughs> wow, finally, finally, I get to sit with these guys. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ecstatic here. You know, we've been so. waiting for a long time to have you on the show, buddy. Well, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about wrestling, and uh, you know, let's see where this goes today. I mean, you never know. You might even have me back. Ah, we don't know about that. But hey, look, hey, Dave. Y- y- interesting. Dave, stop. Okay. Uh, wow. Uh, there it is. Shut me down. Hey, so fun fact is Rocky T actually introduced me to Mark Hoke um, at an FSW show and said, "Look, man, this guy, this guy's ratings are tanking." Uh, if- wow. <laughs> nah, I guarantee he didn't say that. Right. No. Nah, no, but you know been- what? I did introduce you guys. You know, I I knew that you were doing something great. With your show, and you know, I knew that Dave would be a great match, and uh, I was, you know, happy to introduce you guys. Well, you, you were know. dead wrong about that, but you know, well, it's hey, all good. come on, come on. <laughs> no, listen, but, listen, between the two, he is one. He is getting slammed here real soon if yeah. you keep it up. I'm Let it be Mark. Well, well, well. Fortunately, you know, I I can. Well, I guess I can't lock that door, but I can chain it up. You guys are in the booth. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in production over here, so. Yeah, uh, that'll be bad. But we're excited to have Rocky on the show. We're going to be talking with Rocky a little bit about what's going on with FSW and uh, Headlocks and Hearts too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, great, yeah, great we, new charity, and we're going to get into it. Exciting. Man. Yeah. So going to be a lot of fun. We're so we're going to have the the world of pro wrestling covered for you today. Plus some stuff that was uh, going on AEW had a new women's world champion crowned this week. Who called that? <laughs> um. Must have been you, right, Mark? Right? Right? Yeah. Had to be? It yeah. was. It you, was. You got that special talent. You know, you can see into the future, I see. I actually did call two new world champions Nostra- on the women's Nostra- side. Nostradamus over here. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Occasionally, nice. I'm right. Hey, Occasionally. There's, there's nothing right. wrong with that. Dave thinks he's right all the time. You yeah. know, that's not right. But How is that not right? How is that not right? Come on, Dave. Come, Come on. on. Come when, on. Have I, when have you known me to be wrong? Never. Oh, do you want a list? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I do. Send it to <laughs> Jericho list. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, let's get a little preliminary discussion on SummerSlam last night. Mm-hmm. Because obviously just a, a very, I don't know, it, it, some some cool stuff happened and some weird stuff happened yesterday. And, Dave, let me just start that off with you. Before we get into all the specifics, which you know, we're really going to hit each match in the second hour, but what are your thoughts about the card last night and just how everything went? I think from, you know, I think a lot of good matches. There was some lows to it, but I think overall as a show, the, the crowd interaction was they were on point for most of it, except for the down points, where I, and I don't blame them. Um. But I enjoyed the show. I did. I did. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I felt really, honestly, I felt a little disappointed last night. Did you? So you talk about weird things or, yeah, what what disappointed you? Well, I'm curious. just in, in general, 
you know, the, the, the opening match was great. You know, I thought Cody may have taken too much of a beating last night. They really kind of hammered that home. Uh, the match with Shayna and Ronda, while it was a, a decent match, you know, it just, it, whenever you try to do matches like that where there's fighting or different rules where, you know, the fans can't really see what's going on, you know, it's it doesn't play that well. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, I mean, at home you can see it, and it, and it looks good. Yeah. But, you know, it was just, I don't know, that was, that was kind of weird. I just thought the crowd was a little off last night. I'm not big on the last match, just how everything turned out. No. In the main event. No. I mean, the match itself, uh, the match itself was cool. Right. Right. But I think that I'm seeing the bloodline storyline unravel. Nah. I I don't know. I, I I don't know. There goes your uh, fortune telling skills. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, we're going to, like I said, we're going to break it down so, a little bit more. But I mean, overall, and, and I thought I will it was say, a decent night. I will but, say something interesting just based on that is like during the press conference afterwards, Paul Heyman. Uh, somebody had said that as well. It's like, what do you do after this uh, bloodline thing? He says, calm down. This is the third inning. We yeah. got a long ways to go. Third inning? Third inning, yeah. I so, did hear that quote. Yeah, right. Rocky, do you think that's in the third inning? You know, I got to tell you, man, this, this bloodline story is just something else. I really don't know how far they can carry that. And, and they really are trying to go the distance. And to be honest with you, I think there's still a lot left in the pot. I mean, I really do. You know, um, when you add them all up together, I mean, there's still some some ifs out there. You know mm. what I mean? So, Lissacoa, I mean, what 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 could happen with him? I mean, there's there's some stuff that can that can definitely happen. You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe the Rock will come back and you know and just take take over. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he 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 really is the true tribal chief. Amen. I mean, you know, Roman's been on he's been on a high way way too long if you ask me. And wow, I, okay. I think Damn. I think somebody, you know, somebody big is going to have to come and put him in his place. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I love Roman, but there's that butt in there. Everybody has his day. And I hate to say it, but his day's coming. You know what I mean? And uh, so we're just going to have to wait and see what they have plans, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But I think it's – I think they're a little ways from from ending this. Oh, yeah. I think so, it's another layer. Now you got yeah. the brothers about to have that, that chapter yeah. against each other. Like, sure, come on. sure. How, how do you see that as winding down? Here's here's my problem with it, and I, I want to I, – I don't want to go too deep into yeah, the yeah, weeds because yeah. we've got Rick Uchina coming up. But now you have – Solo's mad at Roman. You've got the Uso brothers split up and fighting. Mm -hmm. Roman is has lost control of everybody, mm -hmm. and and so now all four of them are kind of like, where are you? Yep. You know, whose allegiances are you with? And and here's and, and here's the thing. I think it it's creating it's going to create some confusion. One thing that I've really liked about this storyline is. While there's been a lot of complex layers to it, it's also been very simple. You know, Roman kind of got the family under control. Mm. They've been running rampant. They got tired of it. And Jay stood up and said, enough's enough. Jimmy stood up and said, enough's enough. But now you've got all four of them kind of going in different directions. Yeah, yeah. And now you you don't just have to resolve like one simple thing. Well, you know, Jay and Jimmy are against Roman and Solo. Well, now you've got 
Solo may be against Roman, and Jimmy may be against is against Jay, and Jay is against Roman, and Solo, you know, and you and you're convoluting the storyline. You know what I mean? Yeah, there is a lot of layers, but yeah. I believe that's great storytelling. Is now you got this whole different like there's so much tension, right? If right. they just like now you got the brothers about to go at it, now you got Solo and uh, Roman Reigns. It's like. That's just another layer to it. I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know what? Be honest. I've got a favorite. I want to see Solo come in there and take out everybody. Forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Well, listen, I've got a little investment with this man. (laughs) Yes, you do. You know what I'm saying? So, and I told him right from the beginning, you're going to be something. I stood behind him. Uh, I knew that he was going to be something special. And I'm going to be honest with you. The kid's been in WWE how long now? Not very long. And look what he's done. Give give this guy a little bit of time, and I'm going to tell you what. You want a new tribal chief? Right there. There you have it. You know? Um, Yeah, it's just there is. There's so many layers to pull back on this. I mean, I I, I want to see some great stuff happen, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And really, for me, I, I want to see Solo. I want to see him fly. You know, whether it's, you know, taking on all three of them, doing away with the brothers. I mean, they're going to have to show a little bit of respect for him. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know. So There you go, the little know, bro stepping just, up. Yeah. Just obliterating everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they brought him in for, right? Well, he's yep. an enforcer. But, he's an yeah. enforcer. Settle down, Rock. No, nah, come on. <laughs> well, let's, let's give Rocky a chance to take a breather here. Because we we have settled down. We we got a very special guest coming up. We're gonna have Rick Cuccino coming on the show. Of course, he was at SummerSlam last night. We're gonna get his perspective on everything. And of course, Stu Meyer coming up in the third segment of the show. And then we're gonna be talking SummerSlam, AEW, and Headlocks and Hearts too. A new charity, kind of running the show. Well, it's Dave running that show. So passion project. It's gonna be fun. So stick around, everybody. We've got a whole lot more on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM Talk of Las Vegas. We'll be right back. The Mark Hoke Show is proud to announce our partnership with Pro Wrestling's premier charity, the Cauliflower Alley Club. For nearly 60 years, the CAC has stood strong, assisting members of the wrestling industry in their times of need. Please join us in supporting the Cauliflower Alley Club by becoming a member for just $25 a year or make an individual donation today. Go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and give back to the people that have brought us so much entertainment and joy in pro wrestling. Once again, that's caulifloweralleyclub.org. Infinite Wellness can help you achieve your goals and look and feel your best. Our regenerative medicine clinic utilizes stem cell and exome therapy. We also have a comprehensive weight loss program and numerous other services you can find on our website at infinitewellness.info. We're located at 8925 West Post Road, Suite 100, right across from Ikea. You can book your appointment today by calling us at 702-842-2244 or find us on social media at infinitewellness.lv. We'd love to be a part of your journey. 101.5 FM KDON. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON. 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas, that Odyssey app worldwide. So wherever you're listening around the planet, man, you know, if you need some place to check us out, Odyssey's a great place to do it. Yes, sir. I just got a text from San Diego, man. They're tuning in. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. And, of course, 
We're also live streaming here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter today. Hey, Twitter world. What's going on, gang? Good to see you all. Yeah. I'm Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Mark Hoke, the David Difference. And of course, we got Rocky T sitting in with us today from Future Stars of Wrestling. But I got to get this guy on the air right now. Oh, yeah. Urgency. Yeah, because I, he's driving and I'm worried he's going to fall asleep in his car because he got no rest last night. Yeah. Our, our poor buddy from uh, 700 WLW in Cincinnati. And of course, SB Nation, cage side seats, fightful. He's everywhere. Mm. Like and, air. Got into that uh, press conference last night, too. Ricky Chino joining us here, buddy. How are you? I I am doing good. I am uh, flying down I-75, heading toward Toledo as we speak, uh, hoping to uh, get to Cincinnati here relatively soon. Well, just skip Toledo. Most people do. Oh. Oh, I mean, there's nothing between Detroit and Cincinnati. Like, there's nothing. It is, it is like, literally, you get past Dayton, and it's soybeans, and then Toledo, and then some water, and boom, you're in Detroit. But at least for me, I don't have to get off the highway. So it's just 75, 75, and more 75. So I'm, I'm good to go here. I, I, there's nothing i got to pay attention to but the road and this conversation. Well, that's perfect. Well, David will try to wreck you, I'm sure, but we'll, we'll, don't, we'll don't, I'll keep don't you safe. Don't put this on me, man. Yeah, Drive safely out there, man. If you got to hang up on Mark, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, of course, uh, and by the way, Rick's on the phone. Like I said, he's driving right now, so so you don't see him on the live stream. It's all good. But, Rick, uh, you were at SummerSlam last night. Give us your general impressions of what happened at Ford Field. Uh, man, you know, I was genuinely surprised how long the show went last night. Mm. Um, WWE has made a really strong effort to keep their shows on the shorter side for, for better or for worse. And I'm not saying that the show dragged on last night, but I was really, I, I like everything just went longer than you thought it would. And triple H really kind of gave every segment. It's time to breathe last night. And I really think it helped make for a really solid show. Um, and it became a special show with EO Sky cashing in. Uh, Seth Rollins and, and Finn Balor put on an absolute classic, even though the wrong guy won, in my opinion. And then, you know, we got a, another chapter in this, you know, epic tome at this point that is the Bloodline storyline uh, with the uh, brother betrayal at the end. So, I mean, it was, it was a really great show. And I want to clarify something because I got this text so often uh, last night from people asking me because I was there. They were like, dude, why is the crowd so dead? And I'm like, guys, they're tired. It is damn near midnight now. <laughs> and most of these people have been out partying since 11. The show went really long, especially for a WWE show. They were not disinterested. They were not uninvested. They were simply storing their energy for the big moments, and I do believe the crowd delivered in the big moments last night. Overall, it was a very enjoyable experience. Yeah, we noticed that, too. It's funny, you know, David, when we were at uh, Double or Nothing, people were saying that from the outside, that the crowd was kind of, eh. Yeah. And we were there, and, like, the crowd was into it the whole time. It so happened. It's, it's, it's always a very different viewpoint from when you're in the building as opposed to when you're not. It's, it's just amazing how that works sometimes. So, yeah, just... You know, just point that out. Uh, now, Rick, uh, what do you think 
of coming out of this? We've we've got some, you know, you've, we have the new bloodline situation. Io Sky wins the women's championship, and and you know, La Knight gets his win yesterday. Uh, just what are you feeling about some of these matches and where we're headed? Uh, well, let's start with with Io Sky because that is still the the moment last night that has me smiling ear to ear. Like, and I said this during the, I, I said it on Twitter, I said it on the post and I'll probably say it a, bit, a million more times. That was one of those moments last night where you go, you know, to paraphrase Bull Durham, how can you not be romantic about professional wrestling? Um, Damage Control debuted at SummerSlam last year as a group, and honestly, like. Out of the gate, you're sitting here thinking, oh, they're, they're going to be something really, really special. They're about to take over WWE as far as the women's division is concerned. And then it really wasn't that. It's been a lot of one step forward, almost four steps back in some instances. And like six months into that group's um, tenure, you had people saying they're not doing anything with them. It's not working. They don't work collectively as a group. They need to disband. And then, you know, Dakota gets injured and they, they start doing the storyline where Bailey and EO aren't on the same page and everybody thinks that they're going to split. And then last night, everything just clicked. You know, it was a really solid triple threat for the women's title match. I didn't understand why Bianca had to win that match because to me, moving forward, the rivalry is Bianca and Charlotte moving forward and then EO and Asuka. So they pin Bianca to, to win the title, but Bailey brought it up uh, as a great point in the media scrum. It also helped bring everything full circle because the one person that they could not get over the hump against is the same person that they showed up face-to-face with last year, which was Bianca Belair. So it was, again, a nice full circle moment. And all I'm hoping for right now at this point, after – Finally, damage control, winning the big one. Dakota uh, shows up. Um, like, my eyes welled up when Dakota rolled into the ring because all three of them were together. They were hugging, and it's just like a giant middle finger to all these people who said, no, they don't work collectively as a group. No, they do. They just needed this kind of moment to catapult them into the next level. And I'm just hoping that WWE does not make the same mistakes with EO Sky that they did with Nikki Cross and Liv Morgan. I'm hoping that EOS guy has a very, very strong title run, and they, they present her as a credible, strong champion out of the gate. They did not do that with Lynn Morgan. They did not do that with Nikki Cross. They both dropped the belts within a month or two of winning them. Nikki, unfortunately, has not been able to recover. Thankfully, Liv has. Unfortunately, she's injured right now. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they book EO, given how the last two Money in the Bank winners have gone. Uh, for the women's division. As far as L.A. Knight is concerned, um, they finally gave him something. Like, they yeah. had to give him something. And, uh, man, I never thought a Slim Jim commercial would hit me in all the feels, but <laughs> here we freaking are, man. Like, L.A. Knight wins it, and they immediately roll into the new Slim Jim package with this record-breaking sponsorship deal that WWE signed with them. And you got L.A. Knight and Bianca Belair, and they're mixing in some of the old Macho Man stuff from back in the day. It was really, really well done. Um, L.A. Knight is, look, he said it during the media scrum last night. He's strapping the own, his, his own rocket to his back, and the, his popularity is going to take him to big places. And given how Roman Reigns' title reigns are going, like, 
I would not be surprised, guys, if the next time that Roman Reigns defends the WWE Universal Championship is against LA Knight at the Royal Rumble. Wow. Like, that would be enough time to build up LA Knight as a credible challenger. And given where this bloodline situation is going, I don't know when Roman Reigns is going to, one, be on television again, because it seems like the central focus is going to be around the Usos now. Uh, Jimmy and Jay at odds with one another, probably one-on-one with them at payback in a month. Maybe you mix Solo Sokoa in there uh, for a triple threat uh, the month after in Indianapolis uh, with Fastlane. The Saudi show, maybe Roman defends there, but I, I don't know. And then you got Survivor Series. I'm sure the bloodline will be involved in some kind of multi-man match there. So I don't know if Roman's going to be defending the title again this year, uh, to be completely honest with you. And by the time Royal Rumble rolls around, you're going to have people saying, hey, L.A. Knight, if he's staying on this trajectory, that's where he's going to go. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, let's start simple, though. Let's give him a rivalry. Let's give him a story. They haven't had one of those for him since Bray Wyatt. Uh, so it, it's, 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 it's time to utilize him a, a little bit better. They finally gave him something. That's good. They can't ignore the crowds anymore. And the Shayna Baszler win last night, I know you got to do an interview with her. Uh, what were your thoughts yeah. on that match last night and, and her getting that victory? Um, did not translate well with the live audience at all. Uh, and it was a match that felt out of place as far as, like, the flow of the card. And I, I think it was just um, a case of nobody really knew what it was and what to expect. Like, nobody really explained what MMA rules match was going to look like. And I assumed it was going to be a kind of blend of professional wrestling and, and MMA rule, basically an, a staged MMA fight with a little bit more flair to it. And that's exactly what it was. And it was not bad, in my opinion at all. I'm not an MMA person. I like story. I like drama. I like suspense. I like build-up. That's why I'm into professional wrestling. Because so many times, anytime I watch MMA, it's a lot of hold, 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 hold. Okay, next round, hold, 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 swing and a miss. Oh, and this dude just got knocked out. That was a cool five seconds. But, man, getting there was just nothing to me. And I've had a hard time grasping that. Um, But those two put in tremendous work. They really told the story well. I, I don't. I would not be surprised with the Endeavor deal if we get more kind of MMA style integration moving forward with WWE and UFC being under the same roof. I do think they need to tweak it. Just I, and I don't know how. I don't know what the answer is. Like to improve it, but to tweak it just a little bit to get it to translate better with the live audience because they were they were just not into it. And and part of that may be that there really wasn't a competitor in the match to get people emotionally invested in because while Shayna is the hero of the story, she's still technically a heel and we know how people hate Ronda. So it's like they were trying to get people to cheer for Shayna by going against Ronda. And unfortunately in Detroit, it just didn't work, but I did enjoy the match. I thought they had tremendous chemistry with one another. It's exactly what I wanted to see, but yeah, it it just did not, go well with the the, the live crowd now we got a couple more minutes with Ricky Chino here and uh, Rick the you were talking about what you thought was the match of the night with Seth Baller and uh, uh, or up uh, Seth Baller Seth Rollins and Finn Baller Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well it was they were both in the match so oh, okay. I blended them just conveniently <laughs> uh, but you feel like the wrong person won the match tell us your thoughts on that yeah so 
Look, the one thing that nobody wanted to come to grips with with this rivalry, right, is that as over as Seth Rollins is, and he is the, one of the top baby faces on Monday night, the hero of this story is Finn Balor. The hero of this whole seven-year arc between Finn Balor and Seth Rollins is the prince. He is the, the hero, the good guy in this story, and the good guy should have triumphed in the end. And I, I just feel like him winning the championship would have not only, you know, finally given him his redemption moment, but it also would have fully put Judgment Day in that bloodline spot. They have taken over the bloodline TV time as far as the top faction in WWE, and Rhea Ripley is there as their world champion, but they don't have her defend the title a whole lot. She was one of the people that did not make the card that really upset some people this weekend. And I feel like if you give the, that win to Finn Balor last night, Judgment Day is now solidified as that top faction. They've officially taken over WWE. And then you can really kind of slow play the story of, okay, well, when is Damian going to turn on Finn Balor? When is that cashing going to happen? When is the, the bloodline going to – or excuse me, not the bloodline, but the, the Judgment Day, when are they going to implode? Um, when's that turn going to happen? And last night, really, as, as great as that match was, as captivating as it was, once again, they just made kind of Finn Balor look like a little bit of a, 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 a dope mm-hmm. in that situation where, da- where Damian Priest came down. Damian was trying to help him from the get-go, and Finn was just like, no, I don't trust you. And it's like, bro, you just lost the match. Like, let the dude help you win. But, man, they sold me, a, they sold me down a river on, on some of those uh, near falls. I thought... Seth had it off the stomp. I thought Finn had it off of the coup de gras, And, um, yeah, man, it, it just it's instant classic. Those two have great chemistry with one another. It'll be interesting to see where Judgment Day goes from here. But I would have been much happier if Finn walked out with the title. And I know they just put the belt on Seth, and they want to establish him as the world champion. But they have so many title reigns that feel like endurance tests lately. Like, not every championship reign needs to be – eight months to a year. Like, I think they really could have done some service to Finn by giving him the World Heavyweight Championship and letting him finally have a run with a title. But uh, regardless, it was still good stuff last night. Very cool. Well, Rick, I'm glad you had a great time at SummerSlam last night and a uh, way to get in on the press conference. And real quick, if anybody wants to find you out there, tell them where they can catch you. Yeah, so the one-stop shop is going to be on Twitter. That's uh, at Rick Uchino. That is spelled R-I-C-K-U-C-C. H-I-N-O, uh, and that's where you're going to find all my stuff, uh, you know, links, articles, videos for the numerous different things that I do. Like you said, I'm on Fightful, the Collision Post Show uh, for Saturday night. I do articles, op-eds, and interviews for SB Nation, com, as well as the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. If you want to find all those videos, that's uh, B-L-E-A-V in Pro Wrestling on YouTube, also available anywhere that podcasts are. Uh, and yeah, man, just Follow my stuff there. I will be. I'm going to be dropping an interview this week from SummerSlam. I haven't decided what it is yet. Um, maybe I'll see how things shake out on Raw and figure out which one would be the best one to drop this week. But uh, something's coming down the pike for sure. Awesome. Well, Rick, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, take it easy. Be safe going home. And good luck to your Reds, buddy. Yeah, just so it's not like yeah. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Fair enough, pal. Well, thanks for being on the show. We appreciate it, man. Yep. Take care, guys. You got it.
There you go. Rick Uccino, everybody. Had a great time at SummerSlam last night. Sounds like it, man. Man, it's it's always a blast. I tell you, I got to go to WrestleMania and met all these guys and just uh, you know, going to one of these, there's just nothing like it. Nothing like it. Next year, Dave. Yeah, Philly, man. I'm there. Yeah, let's go. Rocky you can come along too. Absolutely. Live shows, man. I mean, they're incredible. I mean, it's it's one thing watching them on TV, but when you're live, it's you know, it's a whole new atmosphere. It's it's definitely different. So Yeah. That energy that to. energy, that yeah. community. Uh yeah. Yeah, it's fun, man. It yeah. is. It is fun. And you know, I always got that energy. I'm ready to rock yeah. show all the time. Yes, sir, brother. You betcha. <laughs> well, another guy that's got energy that we're going to get on the show here in just a minute, Stu Myrick from Sports Guys Talk Wrestling down there in Austin, Texas. Watch out now. I'm there sure he's got go. some thoughts on that summer, summer, summer slammy thing going on. And he was at the Great American Bash for NXT and saw the debacle that took place with Gable Stevenson. We're going to ask him about that and a whole lot more. So stick around. We've got so much coming on the Mark Hoke Show. Stick around, everybody. If you're looking for an award-winning dining experience at outstanding prices, look no further than Unique Eats. Whether it's their incredible breakfast platters, amazing pastas and sandwiches, or world-renowned pizzas, celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco will have you covered. Check out their coffee and smoothie bar, vegetarian options, catering, and top-flight service. Visit Unique Eats today at 3100 South Durango Suite 100. Call 702-992-3038 or go to uniqueeatslv.com and we'll see you all at Unique Eats. 1015 FM K-Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show. Here on K-Don 1015 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. And uh, we're... Getting ready to be joined here in just a second on the show by with Stu Myrick as soon as the guys get back into the studio here. And, of course, I just want to remind everybody real quick, if uh, you're looking for something to do at the end of the month, we've got a great event for you. It is the Cauliflower Alley Club Reunion, August 28th through the 30th, and uh, down at the Plaza. And all you need to do if you want to get tickets for that is go to Cauliflower Alley Club dot org to get your tickets and you know be a part of a terrific event with some great banquets and seminars and everything happening down there so we would uh, be thrilled if you could uh, join us on that one all right so and of course we're back on the show and uh, just waiting for everybody to get back in the seats and we will get <laughs> Stu Myrick on the show momentarily as uh, we David's back. Welcome back, David. Good to have you. And uh, why don't we put Stu on the live me. stream and get uh, back on uh, back on track here? Rocky got lost in the hallway, man. That's uh, okay. Well, yeah. it's a big building. Yeah. Well, let's get let's get Stu on the show, shall we? Let's do that. All right. So as soon as uh, you hit the magic button, there he is, Stu hey, Meyer. Hey, all right, Stu. How you doing, buddy? Oh, there we go. Sorry about that, Stu. What we got? Hey, hey. Right. how you doing? How's everything in Las Vegas? Oh, it is absolutely going great. We are thrilled to have you on, buddy. So, Stu, I wanted to talk to you first real quick about what happened down at the uh, Great American Bash. 
because yeah. this was a pretty amazing card down there in Austin. But we had a situation with, of course, Gable Stevenson. And for those that aren't familiar with Gable, uh, Gable, two-time national champion at the University of Minnesota and also an Olympic gold medalist. And he ran into some trouble in that first match that he had with Baron Corbin down there. And the crowd really turned on him. Stu, what happened? Well, you know, it's it's funny. So uh, the head of the Great American Bash at the HEB Center, Cedar Park, northwest suburb of Austin. I'm I'm about 15 minutes away from the arena, and uh, it was a it was a great show. You know, a uh, fantastic show, a lot of fun. Roxanne Perez, of course, fellow Texan from Laredo, uh, she was great. The the whole thing with Gable and Baron Corbin was just it was it was out of bizarro world. It really was. Austin, when it comes to live, you know, when it comes to wrestling shows, Austin's not one of those cities like Philadelphia or New York or Detroit. They pretty much go with, you know, the fans cheer the, you know, they cheer the faces and boo the the heels. And I don't know what happened. I really don't because I'm sit I'm sitting in the arena. They're playing the the package on on Gable Stevenson, you know, like you said. NCAA national champion, Olympic gold medalist, and Baron Corbin. You know nobody, nobody cheers Baron Corbin. No, they don't. He's, a, he's like he's like the he's like one of the best heels there is. Right. Uh, just because he's just unlikable. Uh, and so they bring you know they do the entrance videos. Here comes Baron Corbin. Here comes Gable Stevenson. And. I, it was like I'm doing a double tape because it is a very mixed reaction for Gable Stevenson. He gets the ring. They start the match. And it is it's somewhat apparent that this is truly his first match. Uh, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what how much training he's had. You know, leading up to it, I don't know how much you know they ran through the match prior to the event, but it felt like a NXT rookie, a develop a performance center rookie that they decided to put on just to see what he would do. I mean, he did okay for a rookie, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't wasn't what you would expect from someone that is a again gold Olympic gold medalist in in wrestling, uh, and. And as the match went on, the boos for Gable Stevenson started getting louder. Oh, the and and then the crazier thing, the cheers for Baron Corbin started getting louder. So, and by the end, they do the double countout, which of course the fans hated. You know, and who who wants a double countout? That's like that's like a tie. You know, it's like kissing your sister. Um, it's <laughs> okay. It's not. It wasn't. It just was not a good match at all. That was a match. I hope that they go back and try to figure out what happened. I hope that Gable Stevenson has not closed the door on Paris in 2024. He needs to go and defend that Olympic gold medal next year in the Olympics. Um, but it was it was not a good debut, and I I really hope I I, I really hope they they just keep him off TV for a while. Uh, like I said, maybe maybe just have him concentrate on training for the Olympics. Let him go to the Olympics, play all his packages, you know, about him training for the Olympics and everything. 
and then after that, maybe bring him back and then, you know, start him from scratch and see what he, see what they can do. Because it was, like I said, that was not a good debut for the Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. That's got to be rough for them right now as you know, this is a guy that they've been hyping for a long time since they signed him. He was drafted to raw right away. And you know, this is, you know, this is an Olympic gold medalist here and to have the crowd turn on him like that, that's rough. And you know, that's hard to recover from to right off the bat. Yeah, well, and the crazy thing was they had him, uh, what was it? You know, two, three weeks prior on that NXT underground, he was seconding Eddie Thorpe. And look, I'm, I'm a big fan of Eddie Thorpe Carl Carl Fredericks from the new Japan, LA dojo. Um, and you, you saw the flashes, you know, he started, you know, German suplexing everybody that came within an arm's length. And those German suplexes look fantastic. I mean, he was, it was, you know, grab him. He would release at the right time and they just look phenomenal. I'm going, okay, this guy's, this guy might, this guy might be ready. You know, he may be ready for the big time. And, and then, you know, you get to see a park and wow, it was, he was not the same guy. I don't know what happened. I don't know if maybe the bright lights got to him. I, it just, it was not the same Gable Stevenson we saw, you know, on that NXT underground segment. Yeah. So well, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Stu, we got about like 30, 35 seconds real quick. Give us your impressions of SummerSlam last night. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be the devil's advocate to what Rick was saying in the last segment. Um, I don't see the logic in Jimmy turning on Jay because you had Jimmy getting beat up after the Usos leave the bloodline. Jimmy gets beat up by Roman and Solo, and the first time you see him back, he turns on his brother and seemingly rejoins the bloodline. Um, I'm trying to figure out, okay, where's the logic in that? I I, I don't see it. Um, I get they want to pull out Uso, you know, do some... Jimmy versus Jay, Jimmy versus Jay versus Solo, whatever. It feels like the bloodline, you know, storyline, while it's still hot, might have jumped the shark that, that night. Ah, ah, no, no, he's I with disagree. me. I disagree. I disagree. He's with but, me on but, that. But they was talking about, Roman was talking about how it was Jay's fault that all this happened. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. But, and so I think it all, I mean, probably sat with him while he was in the hospital there recovering, you know, and, and it ain't, ain't at him. That may be it. We'll see. Well, well <laughs> Stu, real fast, got about 10 seconds. Tell everybody where we can find you, buddy. Uh, search all the social media, Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Podcasts drop every, uh, by every Wednesday morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, Stu. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Stu Myrick, everybody, Thanks, from Stu. Sports Guys Talk Wrestling. And, hey, when we come back now, we're going to get a chance to break down SummerSlam. We're going to talk to Rocky T about everything he's got going on with FSW and Headlocks and Hearts, so much more. So stick around for more on the Mark Hoke Show, everybody. We will be right back. And keep following us on our socials at Mark Hoke Show just pretty much everywhere and on that live stream, too. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back for hour number two right after this. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show, and visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube 
at The Mark Hope Show and download our podcasts at markhopeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hope Show family today and thanks for listening.